1: Well, good morning, brothers and sisters, kings and queens, angels and saints, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday, and welcome to G's Power Hour. I never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We want to thank Princess Cooper for being with us yesterday to talk a little uh, Super Bowl and other stuff. We're going to continue the conversation on that in a different fashion, as well as some other stuff. We are pleased to welcome back on this Friday Tara Collingwood good morning how are you well I am doing really well how are you I'm hanging in there just glad it's yeah. Friday get, get, yeah. get a little rest relaxation recreation all that you know should be fun weekend well,
2: Super Bowl weekend so you know it's a good yeah. uh good weekend
1: Yes, yes. Um although it begins my morning period because it is Super Bowl weekend and means there's no more football for a while. But
2: I know. anyway. Yeah,
1: but I'll, you know, always an excuse to celebrate. There's a lot of those coming up. So let's let's get to it. Let's start with the Super Bowl. And um, you know, now I have, I know everybody's team is not in there. This seems to be however the the season or a, a few uh days uh, of red if you know what I mean uh, the teams are red we got Valentine's Day coming up in a few days after that you know it seems to be a lot of, of red I'm just I'm thinking what I, I don't know if you've thought about that but I'm thinking okay I see a lot of tomatoes and and strawberries and red velvet cakes (laughs) in in the future for the future. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, that stadium is definitely going to be red. (laughs) That is for sure. You're right. It is the month of red and the month of red foods. It's American Heart Month, which we always, you know, the campaign go red for women especially because heart disease, of course, uh, kills uh, women, number one, and men. Um, And then, you know, we've got the Super Bowl and Valentine's Day. Yes, it's a lot of red. (laughs) Yeah. So
1: um, how do we get through this uh, barrage of, uh, let's see, what, we, what we're going to have, wings and, and what, pizza, burgers, whatever. How do we get through this inundation of this, I guess, the food that we love, that we sh- maybe need to do some variations on possibly or s- sneak in some substitutions or something?
2: How, what do, yeah, what do you think- do? Yeah, all of the above. You know, um, number one food holiday in America is Thanksgiving. Number two food holiday in America is the Super Bowl, if you can call the Super Bowl holiday. <laughs> I should say the number one food day, food eating event um, of the year is Thanksgiving and then Super Bowl is number two, if you can even believe that. It's crazy. So, yeah, I let's know. just admit that um, people are going to be eaten. And even if you're not, you know, maybe people who aren't watching the Super Bowl at all may not, you know, be having any special treats. But I tell you, there are, you know, how many millions that are going to be watching the Super Bowl, even if it is just getting together with other people and just watching the half- halftime show or just getting together to, you know, eat food and, uh, and you know, socialize and they don't really care about the game. It's just an excuse to get together and, and eat wings. So, you know, I think we just have to admit that and go, you know what, it's going to be, you know, maybe you're not partaking, so it's not a big deal. But for, for those of us who are, who are, say, you know what, what do I, you know, what do I want to do? How do I want to balance this? And um, you may just say it's going to be a blowout and okay, then, you know, have at it. But if you want to try to have a little bit control over it, uh, you know, what I always say is, is portion. It's not necessarily the what, but the how much. So, you know, how many wings are you going to put on your plate? How quickly, how many plates of food are you going to have? How quickly are you going to go through all of that food? You know, it's a long, you know, it's probably going to be a four or five hour event because people are going to get together before kickoff. And then the game itself is going to be, you know, three hours. And then, you know, so it's a it's a long uh, time to be eating the entire time. So pace yourself would probably be my biggest advice. <clears throat> so you don't start you know, on all of the big plates of food right when you get there, but maybe just start with a drink or start with some water <laughs> and then go right. a drink as you, you know, as you get into the food a little bit. And then, you know, and, and you said, can we modify? Of course, we can modify ingredients. You know, instead of the heavy dips, we can use some, you know, plain yogurt instead of mayonnaise and, you know, light sour cream and, you know, that kind of stuff. We can offer veggies, a veggie tray along with um, you know, some of the other things. And maybe make the veggie tray not just the regular raw crudité veggies, but, you know, maybe roast those veggies. Maybe it's a roasted vegetable plate Yeah, um, exactly. instead of, you know, the raw. And that might be, you know, we can do a salad and use, you know, a light dressing instead of the heavy, heavy, heavy Caesar dressing. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of things that we can do to modify that you probably, you and your guests probably won't even notice. Uh, you can bake mm-hmm. the wings. Um, you can, you know, instead of frying them or ordering them from somewhere that they are frying them, you know, you can bake them yourself. Um, so, you know, I, I would say just, you know, try to do a few modifications. There's some things that you go, nope, not changing that recipe. It's my favorite. I'm not changing it up to make it healthier. Okay, Fine. But then let's, you know, pay attention to, to how much you're eating and slow down, pace yourself so that you can enjoy without really, you know, feeling, feeling bloated. And, um, and the alcohol, you know, I think that's probably the biggest thing with Super Bowl is people way, way, way over drink. Um, you know, New Year's Eve, definitely don't want to be on the roads <laughs> on New Year's Eve uh-huh. and Super Bowl. I'm not sure I want to be on the roads you know, on after the game ends on, on Super Bowl night either. So please take care of yourself, get a designated driver, call an Uber, you know, get your car the next day if you find that you drank too much, um, you know, just from a safety perspective. I'm not even talking about nutrition and health right now. I'm just talking about keeping yourself and others on the road safe because there's a okay. lot of people that are drinking and driving on Super Bowl night.
1: There's a lot of people with clear heads that shouldn't be on the road sometimes. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you the the whole thing has gotten out of hand. Um, But you're right about doing the portion control. I mean, even with the number one day that you mentioned, Thanksgiving, I remember I used to be a three plate a day girl. That was when I was a lot skinnier um, and and didn't have an issue. But, I I mean, even then I recognized, okay, this is not really the thing I should be doing. and and started just kind of cutting back. Now, I'm a sampler. I do want to. Oh, I want to try a little bit of this and that and everything. So that that does. But one of the things you didn't mention is to do stuff like uh, water. And I think maybe you just have to be a little bit more conscientious about how you're doing it and what you're doing, and, and just take a beat. I mean, that's kind of my whole thing this year for not just the food, everything. You know, you got to stop and maybe take a beat. So, for example, just say okay, have a, have a, a, a your own game plan. Water, yep. and then alcohol, and then food, then water, alcohol, and food. I mean, if you because yeah. you're you're yeah. gonna be grazing pretty much like you said all day. It's just gonna be it, that's just gonna be the way things are, you know. You're gonna be standing up, talking to people. You're gonna have stuff in your hand, you know. You, you're gonna be uh, moseying around, you know, and, and people and, and the hostesses that usually try to be very very gracious and stuff like that. You know, they just want to make sure everybody's happy and fed. So you know, you and it's it's hard to say no no to somebody that's being, you know, not nice and generous and everything, and they've opened their home and their kitchen to you, and you you kind of have a hard time. So you just you do have to do the portion control, and maybe just say okay. Um, but before that, may I have a glass of water or or a bottle of water or something like that? You know, so you just have to be a little bit more thoughtful when you're doing yeah. it. And so.
2: Well, and you know, now, just like I said at Thanksgiving, like don't waste the calories on something that you eat all the time or that isn't really something that you really like, like a plain old hard work, hard roll or, you know, whatever at Thanksgiving.
1: Hello, Tar.
3: Did we lose her?
1: Oh my goodness. Um okay, we're going to check on that. Uh anyway, if you have a question or comment, the number is 516 387 Not sure if that's her or me, but we're going to take a quick, quick break. This is Dee's Power Hour on Never Had So Good Entertainment, and we will be right back.
3: Over the past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty, everything changed. Together, we redefined beauty. We said no to stereotypes and yes to every type. We let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique. We're proud to have been there with you, caring for you every step of the way. Here's to the next 60 years.
0: This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faiths, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families.
1: Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. i never had it so good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us. Tara, are you back?
2: I am back. So sorry about that. Okay. I don't know what happened. No, that's
1: okay. That's, that, no, that's the devil. You know, we're trying to do good things. We're trying to help people get through these these food holidays, you know, on, on the right track. And, you know, we, we just got to keep going. So.
2: <laughs> they want us to be tempted.
1: <laughs> yes, definitely. What were you saying before the break?
2: So I was just saying don't waste your calories on the stuff that you eat every day on, on a special occasion. So don't eat plain potato chips. If that's something that's not special to you, Um, you know, find those things that are, you know, Oh, I, you know, love this dip and I only get it once a year, twice a year. And so I'm going to, you know, make sure I have some of that, but this plain old, you know, whatever that you, you know, French fries, I can have those anytime. I'm not going to, you know, waste my calories on those on this particular Super Bowl night when there's so much other good stuff here. Exactly, and, you know, because I I know for
1: me, like, with Thanksgiving, it's the gravy thing. So I, like, for the most part, rest of the year, I'm skipping gravy, but Thanksgiving, I'm going to have some gravy. That's just it, you know, because that's the only time I really get it. Yeah, so, yeah, we can do that. And then one of the things, too, is I do notice that um, when, when you talked about food holidays, Thanksgiving, I think that's about more about family and friends and whatever. I can't mm-hmm. help but think that uh, Super Bowl is number two because I think it's commercially driven.
3: Between oh, yeah. the
1: commercials and, and the stores, uh, I think I think it's more commercially driven to be what it is. But that's okay. You know, the thing is, make it um, more, uh, you know, just say, okay, it is what it is, but let's make it, about the same thing as Thanksgiving, family and friends, and maybe some activities. You know, if you're going to have people come over, you know, do some cornhole games or some other types of things that will maybe keep you active before you sit down for those three or four hours and, and um, consume all that food. So that's that's something that I thought about as well. Um, but the stores also, have, I noticed, where they before they were pushing a lot of the beef and stuff, they are pushing things like ground turkey, and also because um, you know our society has changed a little bit. Um, you know, maybe it's not a lot of the fried food as much as it is salsa. I've seen a little bit more of that, and I and that's kind of one of my one of my favorite things is, is a little bit of salsa and and, and chips maybe. Um, so that those are some things. Are there things though that are they may be quick and easy to make, or things that you can make in advance. That would be a nice alternative, um, and um, less stress on the
2: belly. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mentioned uh, maybe that uh, that roasted vegetable platter, but you serve it cold. You know, so maybe you roast a bunch of vegetables up on Saturday or you know Sunday morning, and then you can just arrange those you know later in the day. Any of the dips, and things like that, you can make up a day or two early, you know, a lot of desserts and things you can make up early, maybe make a nice fruit tray, Um, you know. So I think there are some things definitely that, you know, can be prepared ahead of time and and then just pulled out, you know. And if you want to get real creative with, you know, like making a vegetable pizza or uh, like the cold ones, you know, um, or uh, you know something like that that you can you can definitely. I mean, I've seen people get very creative with their their Super Bowl um, food and you know doing it towards one team or the other. So you can you know if you're with that type of person that likes to be creative and and fun with some of the food decoration. Definitely, you know, there's lots of that floating around the Internet right now that you should look at today. So you make sure that you get your ingredients and and try to, um, you know, make those tomorrow or or early Sunday.
1: Yeah, speaking of of contrived uh, food holidays and whatnot, you mentioned Pizza Today. is supposed to be National Pizza Day. So maybe have the Pizza Today and skip it on Sunday or whatever. Uh, oh, that's, you that, you know, <laughs> and, and, you know, make it yourself It's a lot more fun and a lot You know, a lot better Because you can control the sodium And other things that go on a pizza
3: So mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. Yeah
1: So, okay, we, we've got the Super Bowl But, I mean, come on, y'all it, it, It's not over this week It just kind of is, is We're sl- sliding from one thing to the other um, we've got Fat Tuesday coming up uh, on Tuesday and Valentine's Day on Wednesday. Okay, so yeah. Um, yeah, so.
3: Yeah, uh, I don't know when I, the I would, last
2: time we had Valentine's Day and Ash Wednesday on the same day.
3: Like, yeah. That's crazy. That it's <laughs> like, which one do
2: I celebrate? Because they kind of aren't really, you know, conducive to each other.
1: <laughs> and no, it, it really isn't. It really isn't. So. Yeah, how do you do that? It might be one of those things where, um, you you celebrate, you know, hard the day before, or it's one of those things that, um, you say on the day of, I love you enough to be concerned about. Um, it's also like you said, National Heart Month. Uh, This month, Uh um, I'm I'm concerned about your health and and your heart and your spirit. So, you know, I, I love you that much that we're gonna do something a little bit different. Um, Uh You might get the side eye, you know,
2: but
1: but there it is. What are your thoughts?
2: Yeah, so, you know, it is. It is uh, definitely going to be a week, you know, starting with Sunday and then Fat Tuesday. And I don't know how many people really celebrate Fat Tuesday. I think, you know, the idea behind Fat Tuesday is, you know, have fun and do all the things that you're going to give up for the next 40 days So, really, the kickoff on Wednesday with Ash Wednesday should be, um, you know, the the kickoff to 40 days of being a little bit healthier, whether that means you know, we just got done with dry January, and now some people give up alcohol for Lent or give up chocolate or give up meat or, you know, something like that. So, you know, thinking about what am I going to give up, if anything, and, of course, it doesn't have to be food. I mean, I think food is one of the most common things that people give up, but, you know, I've heard of people giving up TV, giving up social media, giving up, you know, something that – I mean, the whole idea – is to, you know, take away distractions and learn about willpower and suffering. And, um, you know, just like Jesus did for us. And so that's the idea around, you know, giving up something for Lent. Um, so it should hurt a little bit. <laughs> it should be a little bit of a, of a pain point. But you know, if you're already a vegetarian and giving up meat isn't going to be difficult. So <laughs> finding something else. And I think the other thing that I hear all the time from people is, you know, how do I eat fish? And, you know, you and I had talked about it too, like, oh, it's lent, mm-hmm. so I got to eat fish. Uh, no, you just can't eat meat. You don't have to eat fish. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think changing changing the idea instead of saying, okay – you know, what are all my fish recipes? And fish is perfectly healthy, and, of course, I encourage people to, to eat fish. But the idea is not eating meat. So what can I substitute uh-huh. for the meat instead of, you know, the, the pork and the chicken and the beef and that? And, but yet fish, you know, is, is okay on the, you know, most religions and their Lenten diets, not all of them. Um, some of uh-huh. them, you know, want you to be vegan and no dairy, no eggs, no fish, no nothing. Um, so, you know, it just depends on what your beliefs are and what you're going to follow. But I think this is a great opportunity for people to reduce their plant, their uh, meat intake and increase their plant protein and play around with some of these plant proteins, especially if you're not a fish eater.
1: That's very true. And I think also, too, whether it's fish or even if it's vegetables or some, you know, plant-based food, I think it's a matter of expanding horizons. It's a matter of, of, okay, even if you eat fish, you know, catfish, which I love, I love catfish nuggets and all that kind of stuff, but catfish is not the only fish in this sea, Mm -hmm. so to speak. You know, Mm -hmm. it might be a good time of saying, okay, I've not tried this before. Let's try something different, Uh, you know. and you would find if you would expand your horizons that that 40 days is not as confining as you think it is. It just, it may just be a matter of changing perspective. Uh, Mm -hmm. because also too, you've got to look at, uh, which people just think as something you, you stash away, uh, for a, a rainy day or, or in the event of a disaster or whatever. Uh, Uh, canned fish, like sardines, which is supposed to be very, very healthy. There are other Mm -hmm. types of canned fish that Mm -hmm. you can use uh, and and learn how to make a variety of different types of of meals out of that, you know, maybe sardines in a salad, or even, you know, taking it and making like a a wrap with sardines and some other things like that. And I'm saying sardines are what we think of a lot. But there
3: are yeah others. tuna has, hearing tuna and has some come, others.
2: yep, yeah, it's come a long way. I mean, you've got some of those pouches of tuna that have all the different flavors in it that are uh, that are delicious. Yes. you've got the canned salmon, um so yeah, you're right there's there's a lot of ways to um to get that fish um in without the expense, you know uh, some of the canned stuff is a little bit less expensive than doing fresh fish. Um, and, you know, I've been seeing a lot of different ways to cook fish, too. Uh, yes. I, you know, I, just last week, I, I don't know, I saw it in like a couple different places of air-frying salmon and cutting it into like nuggets and then air-frying like these nuggets and using it on a salad or popping it into, you know, different things. So, um, so there's, you know, there's lots of ways to, to cook fish, to prepare fish, to season fish. So, yeah, I think this mm-hmm. is a great time. To think about how can I include a little bit more seafood into my life if I'm, you know, giving, and even if you're not giving up, you know, meat for Lent, um, it's always a good time to include more fish because it is incredibly healthy.
1: Yeah, and salmon is one of those that has a lot of the omegas. If you know people are looking for for that, Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, you've got something that's real popular uh, in in this one place I used to go to. Unfortunately, it's not there anymore but even a place like Publix will usually have it, and that's Salmon Burgers. You can do Salmon Burgers. You can do Salmon Croquets or whatever. So you could do mm-hmm. a variety of ways. Uh, one of the things I love at Einstein Bagel is their Nova Lox uh, yes. uh, sandwich that they have uh, with the red onions and the capers and stuff. I, I really do like those. Uh, so there are different ways to think of of fish and different types of fish so and this is a good time to go and explore uh you know your local uh fish market and see what what they have available you know not just what's at the commercial store good time to support maybe a local uh, uh fish you know fish uh store um, we used to live near like within walking distance of one and we still go back from time to time because you know mm-hmm. you could go, one of the things I like about it you have fresh fish, and you can kind of go and pick your own fish i I kinda like that so.
2: yeah, absolutely, so, anyway. especially when you can get it straight from that that market and you know maybe support that local business you know i love I love doing that,
1: yeah, I do too, but like you mentioned, there are other things can you talk about, for example um tofu because I don't think a lot of people understand what tofu is Um, you see it as a substitute in a lot of different things Uh, I think people still some people still haven't warmed up to it so can you talk a little bit about it and the pros and cons of it
2: absolutely so tofu is um, soybean curd so it's made out of soy and it's um, it's kind of very bland So if you just, you know, take it out of the package and stick a fork in it, you're going to think it's the most disgusting thing on earth. So don't do that.
0: Um, But if you take
2: it out and you, you know, cut it into cubes and stir fry it, or how I like to do it is put it in the air fryer. So I'll cut it into cubes. I will, um, you know, spray a little. I have a spritzer of olive oil. I'll spray a little of my spritzer of olive oil on it. And um, kind of toss it around a little bit. And you can also add different flavors if you want to add some, like, you know, garlic or um, Italian seasoning or some lemon or something like that. You know, you can toss anything with it and then put it in the air fryer. And kind of, you know, if you have a rotisserie um, basket, you can have it in the rotisserie basket. Or you can just put it in your regular basket, maybe stop halfway through and shake it a little bit or, you know, move it around with some tongs. But that's my favorite way to cook tofu because then it has that little bit of crisp to it and it even is good leftover. Um, I mean, you could warm it back up on a skillet if you want to really crisp it up. I don't mind putting it in the microwave and um, it's not obviously as crispy as day one when it comes out of the air fryer, but it still has kind of that nice little crisp coating on it. Um, And you definitely want to always get the extra firm if you're using it for those kinds of things. Some people like to do the silken tofu, which is much less firm, and you can put that into smoothies or, you know, anything that you – dessert that you can – it kind of blends um, into things. So so that's another way to use tofu. But the most common is the extra firm and using it in savory dishes, um, you know, like a stir-fry or throwing it on top of a salad or – um, you know, you can actually scramble tofu and use it as if it's like scrambled eggs. So you could scramble it with a bunch of vegetables and, um, you know, and some seasoning. That's a good way to, that I like to do it as well. Maybe throw some curry powder in there. It's pretty delicious. And people don't even know, you know, like it's, I mean, it's not intended to taste like eggs, but it's a. it's just different, you know. Um, so, yeah, I think tofu, the, the benefits of it, it's soy protein. It's, it's a complete protein. It's a complete vegetarian protein, which means it has all of the essential amino acids. Uh, it's got a decent amount of protein in it for, you know, as a, as a vegetarian source. So, yeah, definitely try it out, you know, and maybe try it at a restaurant before you try it at home so that you can kind of see what the texture and flavor is. I like to also, you know, maybe put a little teriyaki sauce on it or soy sauce or something like that, like especially if I'm, you know, mixing it with some vegetables and doing it more like, you know, a stir fry type thing. You can put some Asian flavors on it, but if you've cooked it with, you know, that lemon garlic, then, you know, use those kinds of flavors. So there's, it's, it's, it picks up whatever flavor you, you cook it with or, you know, sauce that you cover it with afterwards. So, it's not very flavorful by itself, but you have to flavor it you know as you're cooking it or after the fact
1: so just remember you know don't don't try it right out the packet
0: you know you'll be disappointed
1: <laughs> maybe a little bit um unless unless you're a tofu aficionado, but this is a good time to experiment with spices and sauces mm-hmm. and all types of things. This is a good way you know a good good time to do that, so like I said. Good time to expand your horizons a little bit, maybe, and and work with different types of food and different types of textures and all that type of stuff. The other thing I thought about that kind of works that way is um, mushrooms. Um, mushrooms, you know, the texture is one way when it's raw, changes a little bit when it's cooked and everything. Depending on the type of mushrooms, and you got all types of different mushrooms. I love mushrooms personally, uh, but this is a good time to experiment
2: with with mushrooms, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, mushrooms, you know, a lot of people like to do like a portobello, big old portobello mushroom and kind of call it a quote-unquote burger. Um, And uh, that could be a good way to, you know, replace the meat. It doesn't have a ton of protein in it, but it gives you kind of that, like, bite that you would get with, you know, like a burger. Um, You could always, you know, add some cheese uh, to it to get a little bit of protein if you want. So, yeah, I, I think mushrooms are a great way. They have sort of that nice, savory mouth uh, taste and mouthfeel that, um, that people look for to replace meat. And some people like to chop up um, mushrooms real fine and add them to ground beef and kind of extend that ground beef and cut the amount of animal protein that's in there by adding a little bit of mushroom. And, um, you know, so that's another way to to add mushrooms. We
1: are going to take a quick break. We are here with the Diet Diva, Tara Collingwood. And if you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. Gee's Power Hour on Never Had It so Good Entertainment. We'll be right back.
0: At Vintage Labs Collection... We are a multifaceted team of medical professionals dedicated to delivering the best quality products to patients. Our mission is to deliver the best
1: supplement and patient outcomes in healthcare environments and consumer homes. Chat with our
0: consulting pharmacists by visiting our website at www.vintagelabscollection.com. Supplements are not highly regulated, but Vintage Labs holds the standards higher than most.
3: wedding reception family reunion planning a banquet or some other fundraising event need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast let us help at our gatherings let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable treasured call our gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email our gatherings at yahoo.com let us help plan your special event
1: Good afternoon, happy Friday, and welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are talking, uh, food holidays and different events and uh, coming up, uh, not just this weekend, but beyond, and we are here with the Diet Diva, Tara Collingwood. Remember, if you have questions or comments, 516-387-1944. So, uh, Speaking of, uh, you mentioned protein or not getting protein, this, with, with Lent coming up and, you know, now I usually, and actually it has, I guess, helped me in a way, I actually do usually cut out red meat during Lent. You know, now, I, I you know, after Lent, I, I don't necessarily go, I, I'm not back on red meat the way I am, I used to be. But every now and then I want a burger, uh, or some ribs Mm -hmm. or whatever, or some oxtails. But for the most part, and I think part of it has to do with how I've utilized Lent, I I don't do as much red meat as I used to. So, um, and and in in some ways that's good, but when you're not doing that much red meat, you do lose protein. So while I Mm -hmm. don't go meatless the whole time of Lent, definitely on Fridays we go meatless, But I I have cut back and done, you know, know, maybe too much chicken. So I'm looking for usually alternatives like uh, a Cornish game hen or just some other types of things. How do you suggest for, let's say, vegans and then vegetarians to get the protein that they may be missing out by cutting out Mm -hmm. red meat from their diets?
2: Yeah, so I think you have to make sure that you substitute it. So I, you know, I hear from people who are wanting to become vegetarian all the time, and they're like, okay, so I just need to cut meat out. And I'm like, no, you don't need to cut it out. You need to substitute it with something else. So, yes, you're cutting it out, but you're not just going to eat you know, the vegetables and the rice. Where's your protein? So that's my biggest advice to anyone who's wanting to reduce their animal protein, is say, where is my protein at this meal? It could be a different animal protein, so it could be eggs, it could be dairy, it could be, like you said, you know, if you're still deciding to do fish or chicken or whatever and you're only cutting red meat out, great, fine. Um, But if you're a vegan, vegetarian, um, you know, then you have to think, okay, well, where is my protein? Is it going to be tofu? Is it going to be a veggie burger? Is it going to be beans? Is it going to be tempeh? Is it going to be, you know, where am I going to get it? Is it going to be protein powder? You know, you could do a smoothie with plant-based protein or whey protein, and um, and it could be that. So, you know, but always thinking at every meal, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, where is my protein? <laughs> and so that's the biggest thing is if you can have a protein at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then maybe – some snacks as well, but definitely if you can have a source of protein at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, then that's going to give you, you know, that if, if you have that three times a day, that should give you the protein that you need for the day.
1: Okay. And, and I guess before we go forward, we need to really under, to help people understand what the need of protein is um you know mm-hmm. we're like okay don't cut out the protein okay you know but i think people need to understand okay why is it necessary what are you really missing how harmful can it be to reduce the amount of the amount of protein in the diet mm-hmm.
2: yeah so protein you know of course it builds and repairs our muscles and, and you know other other cells and things in our body um, it also provides certain vitamins and minerals. So there's certain, you know, iron and zinc and some B vitamins and, you know, there's certain nutrients that tend to be higher in protein-rich foods. Uh, but it also is satiating. And by satiating, I mean it keeps you full for a little bit longer. So if you're not eating protein, you're going to be hungry all the time. <laughs> carbs, your body uses carbs very quickly, but protein kind of, you know, gives you a little bit of lasting energy. Um, it has a higher what we call thermic effect of food, meaning it actually takes more calories to burn protein than it does for carbohydrates or even fat. So that's why a lot of these diets, the popular diets, have very high protein because oh. I'm actually going to, you know, burn a little bit more calories. It keeps me full longer. And so, yeah, I'm going to make sure that I'm, you know, eating that protein. So it does have many, many reasons why, you know, from an appetite control to a repair my body to a, you know, provide me with the the things I need to keep my body going, um, very, very necessary.
1: Is it true that you should have your protein in the morning and is it true also that maybe you may want to switch up having the heavier meal from in the evening to maybe around midday or, or, or earlier or something like that I, I, there's a couple of things i've been hearing and i want to kind of get the facts straight
2: yeah i want protein all day so i want protein at breakfast lunch and dinner and okay. and i want um those meals to almost be equivalent so I kind of, I can't answer that question for for everybody because everyone's different. So I'm a morning right. exerciser and so I'm burning a lot of calories in the morning. So I need a decent amount of food and, you know, definitely protein with my breakfast. And while I want everyone to have protein, I'm going to take in a little bit more because I'm, you know, I've burned a lot and I've just used, you know, all of that energy. So I need carbohydrates to replenish the energy, but I also want some protein to start On the building and and repairing Um, so you know I think it depends on when you're you're burning the most amount of calories so if you're exercising at you know 6 p.m. versus 6 a.m. then yeah you want to make sure that you have a decent dinner but I don't want a huge meal at any time of the day (laughs) so you know we don't want a big meal at any time of the day but I like where you're going with it that like your metabolism is sort of peaked for the day at lunchtime you know, you're, you're starting, depending, you know, mine is peaked at six thirty AM <laughs> because that's when I've, you know, burned the most amount of calories and, and, uh, you know, now I'm starting to, to replenish. Um, so, you know, I, I think try to have your largest meal around the time when you're burning the most so that it's the most efficient time for you to not store those calories. And
1: I guess I'm also thinking about something that you and I both have talked about. That's very important that we probably need to reemphasize, and that's sleep, that is sleep. So, in order to not disturb or in order to get the better quality of sleep, you know, there's certain things that you don't want to do with with regards to eating uh, mm-hmm. a certain amount of time before you start sleeping. So can you talk about that?
2: Yeah, so ideally you want three hours um, between at least a meal. You know, you could have maybe a snack closer to bedtime, light snack closer to bedtime. But, you know, that meal you want about three hours um, or more to digest that meal. Um, One just from a, yeah, quality of sleep perspective. Another is um, reflux. You know, there are so many people in this country, that suffer from GERD, which is gastroesophageal reflux disease, um, and that the worst thing you can do for GERD is lay down or slouch after a meal. You're pressing on, you know, that the where your body is actually trying to get the food down and digest between the esophagus and the stomach, and you know, as it's going through the intestines and things, and that's going to just come right back up through that esophagus if you're, you know, if you're slouching or if you lay down right after a meal. So going for a walk after dinner is one of the best things that you can do for your digestion and and not eating too close to bedtime for sure.
1: Okay, so we're going to switch gears just a little bit because we got, uh, like we said, this is kind of complicated. We got limp, but we got Valentine's Day coming up. Uh, yeah. And hopefully you all have uh, been very thoughtful in getting the person that you love uh, something or ordered in advance or, or whatever you're going to do uh, planned in advance. But in the meantime, um, we hear about foods, certain foods that are, let's say, aphrodisiac. Um, mm-hmm. making making you, I guess, a little bit more uh, amorous or uh, uh, attracted <laughs> to that particular person. I don't know. So I, I, I wanted to bring up and, and look a little closer, maybe dispel some myths or actually put out there, is there such a thing as an aphrodisiac? Um, and if so, are there really specific foods that pro- provide more of that? Uh, sense or sensory feeling that we want to have?
2: Not really, if <laughs> you want the quick answer. Um, there's I want, a lot of, I like want the said. truth. <laughs> uh, there, you got people going out, out
1: eating oysters for no reason, you know, or whatever. I
2: know, right? Well, and I mean, of all foods, oysters, I feel like are disgusting, like slimy and gross. I'm like, how could that be done? So, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you want to impress me, don't eat oysters around me. Um, so, yeah, so that, I don't know where all of this came from, but there are, so, okay, so here's the, the, the truth around it. Where, you know, where this is coming from is thinking about really blood flow. So let's talk about Viagra. Viagra, what Viagra does is it relaxes your blood vessels, it improves blood flow. And there are certain foods that can also improve blood flow. So things like quercetin. So you've heard of quercetin uh, maybe as something that's naturally found in berries. It's in dark chocolate. It's in red wine. It's in, you know, some of those kinds of foods. Um, And uh, there's other foods that have been known to have certain things that, you know, increase blood flow. So pumpkin, walnuts, omega-3s, Um, So, you know, there are certain foods that potentially increase blood flow. However, it's not going to, like, all of a sudden cause this rush of blood flow, especially in the majority of the population who does not have an issue with blood flow. (laughs) So if you have compromised blood flow, then maybe, you know, having some of these things might cause you to have better blood flow. You know, obviously, Viagra is a strong medication, that is going to have a much, much stronger effect than eating a handful of walnuts. So, I, you know, I think that some of this is a little bit of, you know, a myth, but there is some truth to, you know, to that um, in terms of the anti-inflammatory and blood flow and all that kind of stuff. Now, the exception probably would be with alcohol. Um, alcohol has been linked to arousal. Um, so, you know, of course we, we always hear about alcohol and of course it, it makes us make poor choices. And so you might be a little, your inhibitions might be a little bit down when you have, you know, drank alcohol. It might put you in the mood, uh, a little bit more when you've had alcohol. However, um, especially for males, it can decrease sexual performance, so, you know, once that alcohol has gone a little bit too far, too many drinks. So, you know, we have to be a little bit careful when it comes to that. Um, so, you know, I think, you know, the long, the, the the short answer is, eh, there's not really anything that you're going to eat um, that's going to all of a sudden, you know, make you want to, you know, all of a sudden be super horny. Um, but... There are things that, you know, might help to increase a little bit of blood flow or, um, you know, might just put you in the mood a little bit more, you know, like the alcohol that might relax you a little bit more. So, you know, I think make your choices, (laughs) be smart about it, and, um, and have some fun with it.
1: And like you said, you know, I think maybe with the alcohol it's a lot about, um, losing the inhibitions a little bit,
2: yeah.
1: Uh, which, you know, depending on the situation may be a good thing, may not be a good thing. Exactly. Um,
2: exactly. And then also, yeah. too,
1: if you get too much alcohol, like, you know, for some people, uh, it's not going to matter anyway, because you're going to probably fall asleep. Uh, <laughs> <Right>. You know?
2: Because <laughs>
1: it will relax yeah. you to that point. So, yeah, uh-huh. so whatever your cho- choices are. I think it probably just has to do with Number one, being healthier overall, uh, like you said, making sure you have um, good and ample amount of blood flow. Um, yep. Number one, and number two, just you know, feeling good. You know, sometimes just certain food. Yep. You know, if you're a chocolate, you know, chocolate can make you feel good all day long, no matter what the situation. <laughs> you know, right. it, 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 At least mentally, anyway, because you're enjoying the chocolate. You know, it may not be about that. anything else. So.
2: Well, and I'm glad that you brought that up because that's actually, you know, the, the research studies do show that people with the healthiest sex life are healthy people. <laughs> you know, they, okay. they are getting their sleep. They're exercising regularly. They're eating healthy diets. They're controlling their stress. I mean, nobody wants to, you know, be in the mood when they're super stressed out and, you know, thinking about a million other things. And, right. you know, and what increases your blood flow the most? Exercise you know, moving, and so, you know, I think just, you're right, exactly right, that living a healthy lifestyle in general is going to help, and you're going to feel better about yourself, you're going to have better self-confidence, and better body image, and, you know, I mean, there's so, better mood, like, there's so many things that are related to just, you know, a generic term, healthy lifestyle, but, you know, those specific things in terms of diet, exercise, you know, stress and sleep. I mean, those are really the, 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 the four things that are going to contribute to your emotional and, and physical well-being.
1: And, and like she said, you know, how you feel better, how you carry yourself. I mean, sometimes just a the simple thing is straightening up your posture. You know, if you want to look at things you want to maybe improve upon and do for Lent, and straightening up your posture makes a lot of difference in terms of you know how people perceive you and how you come off and then you know and when, when people perceive you better sometimes you feel a little bit better and you do you know carry yourself a little bit better so that's one thing that you might want to look at as well but there's this is a good time to kind of just do a lot of um, self-examination, you know, you know, kind of uh, maybe do some revisions, maybe uh, go back to the original New Year's resolution that you may have made and just start over and, and just make some room for improvement. We all could use
2: that.
3: So, yeah, but we're going to take well, a and quick smile, break. You know, just, just smiling
2: yeah. can do do a lot too. You know, you said stand up straight, but how about if you stand up straight and smile at someone? Now you're really oh coming gosh. across as someone who, you know, someone wants to talk to.
1: Yes, definitely. So anyway, we're going to take a quick break. We're here with the Diet Diva, Tara Collingwood. This is G's Power Hour. Never had it so good entertainment, and we will be right back.
0: This is Douglas Dobbs. Hi, I'm Tim Garrison. Uh, you may know me as Timmy G. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the with you. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's Chill Out Jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth r and B. So join me every Wednesday night, 10 p.m. to midnight, on K-Ham Radio.
3: Chill Out Jazz. Are you? Sure.
0: Good
1: afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour. I've never had it until good entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, while we do have the Super Bowl coming up on Sunday, you do have um, other, other time during the weekend. It is Black History Month. You sit down with your family, friends, and loved ones and explore a little bit of, of black history, either within your family or within the community. This is a good time to do that. Um, Also, you know, make sure those last-minute Valentine's plans are kind of tightened up as well. Like I said, just a lot going on right now. But anyway, we're back with Tara calling with the Diet Diva, and you have some questions in the next few minutes. The number is 516-387-1944. It is also um, Heart Month. Um, And I want to ask you, Tara, about different uh, things that we hear about or talk about with regards to having a healthy heart. And one of the things is the reduction of stress. Uh, But we also hear about, I guess, uh, omegas and other supplements. Can you um, talk a little bit about the things that really help our heart and whether Mm -hmm. we should be trying to get them from food or supplements or
2: both? Yeah, absolutely. So when we talk about the heart, um, we're talking about, um, you know, stroke, cardiovascular disease, heart attack, um, all of that. So, you know, we were just talking about blood flow (laughs) Uh for Valentine's Day, but let's talk about blood flow in your heart, you know. Um, So, you know, trying to not have those arteries clogged at all. And what clogs our arteries is the bad fat. So trying to watch that saturated fat, the trans fat, trying to do, you know, more of the lean meats, um, you know, reduce fried foods, uh, you know, all of the, the full-fat dairy, low-fat dairy is fine. You know, so trying to watch, the, and the, you know, things like the donuts and french fries and, you know, that's where the, a lot of the trans fats will come in. So really trying to, you know, watch those, those more unhealthy fats. Um, and then, of course, sodium is going to be related to blood pressure, which is, um, you know, stroke risk. So watching that, that sodium as well. Um, and, uh, so then on the, on the other side of what to include, you know, I, I like to not just talk about don't eat this, don't eat that, but what can I eat in order to help with, um, with heart health? And one of the big ones is going to be fiber. So fiber can keep you full. It can help reduce LDL cholesterol, the bad cholesterol, especially soluble fibers. So oats, oat bran, including that maybe a couple times a week. You don't have to do it every day, but, you know, having some, some oats, oat bran. Um, and having beans, legumes, so those black beans, garbanzo beans, uh, you know, also called chickpeas, lentils, uh, those are all really good things to include. And, um, and actually, I was just reading the other day about the blue zones. Um, and are you familiar with the blue zones? No, I'm not. Okay, so blue zones are five different areas around the world that have the most number of centenarians, so people live longer, and it's not just that they're living longer, but they're living healthier (laughs) into their, you know, hundreds, and one of the things that they have in common from a nutrition perspective is beans. Number one food for centenarians Mm. is beans. So those, again, those black beans, garbanzo beans, lentils, you know, all anytime you can get those, what we call dried peas and beans, um, that would be a great way to, um, to help lower your LDL cholesterol, get that fiber, um, and, and it's a plant protein. There's protein in beans as well. That's what a lot of vegetarians eat, and, you know, just like we were talking about with the tofu, and actually soy protein has been shown to, uh, to be heart healthy as well. So including more of that soy, try that tofu, you know, edamame, those kinds of things um, can be good. So including more fiber. And then you mentioned the omega-3s. You know, definitely those omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. And so, you know, you can eat the fatty fish or you can take a supplement or you can do both. So, you know, I take an omega-3 supplement every single day. I have for, gosh, probably 20 years. Um, And you want the DHA plus the EPA. And that's going to be in the, the fish oil omega-3 is going to have both of those. You can find, um, you know, some, some vegan, some, some vegetarian omega-3 that are algae-based and will have that DHA EPA. Um, but the fish oil, as long as you, you know, eat fish, that is, is fine. Um, and, uh, and you can find them that are shellfish-free. So if you have a shellfish injury, uh, injury. Allergy, <laughs> you can definitely mm-hmm. still do um, fish oil supplements. Just, you know, make sure that it, the label says, you know, shellfish-free if you, if you have an allergy. Um, but, yeah, so the, the, so the omega-3s, you know, are anti-inflammatory and can help with that blood flow as well. Um, they're, the DHA is good for our brain. It's good for our heart. And um, so I think that's a good one, a good supplement to add. But also, you know, eat more fish, as we've talked about. And um, you can also do nuts and seeds that have some of that omega-3. So the, the flax seed, the chia seed, the hemp, um, you know, those are all ones that you can add to, you know, smoothies or sprinkle on your yogurt or sprinkle into your oatmeal or something like that. So, you know, or onto a salad. You know, there's lots of ways to, to get some of those seeds or make, you know, your chia pudding or, or whatever. Um, so I like those, um, those ideas as well. So those are all things to, you know, sort of add to your diet. And, of course, <laughs> any plants, any plants are going to be good. So increasing your fruits and vegetables, again, that's going to give you more fiber, but it also gives you a lot of these antioxidants, and those antioxidants help to protect your cells from the inside out. They're giving you, you know, the vitamins and minerals, but they're also giving you the things like we talked about, the crucitine or the lutein, lycopene. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, resveratrol, you know, a lot of these um, antioxidant um, polyphenols and flavanols and different things that are, they're all naturally occurring plant substances that have been shown to really help to reduce our risk of, of heart disease and, um, and cancers. So just adding more plants to your life is, uh, is going to be a really good thing from a heart health perspective.
1: Okay, I have a question. I need to go back to something earlier um, when we were talking about protein. And, of course, I got a lot of questions now that we have only like two minutes or something. Ah. But um, you talked about egg as a protein. Um, Should it be an egg white? Does it make a difference if it's an egg white or a full egg? Uh, I wanted to Mm -hmm. talk about that, especially if you're dealing with cholesterol issues.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so the American Heart Association has said one egg a day is okay or one egg a day day on average so and that's going to be the yolk egg whites you can have as much as you want okay those are you know it's pretty much fat-free protein Um, so egg whites you know definitely you know I buy the liquid egg whites and pour them into my skillet but I'll also add an egg or two you know depending on how many I'm cooking for and all that kind of stuff if it's just for me I'll add one whole egg and some extra egg white to add more volume um, and you know, not have three whole eggs in there. So all of the fat and the cholesterol is in the yolk. So, but, you know, th- what we found is that, you know, years ago we used to say three a week and now they're saying an egg a day is okay, average of seven, seven a week. So if you want to have a three egg omelet, you know, twice a week, you know, you can average the seven for the week. But, um, but yeah, that's, that is where the, the saturated fat and the cholesterol, but it's also where a lot of the good stuff is. So where a lot of the vitamins and minerals are too. So that's why I like to include some yolk, but just not go overboard with it.
1: And then I know, and I'm just going to make a suggestion real quick. Um, I know you said it's not necessarily having the big meal um, that you wanted to make, all the meals equal, um, and right now I know people are saying, well, you know, it's kind of hard to make a small meal out of burger and fries. So and even if you haven't gotten to the point where you can cut out the fries, let me just say this, get with someone else, cut the burger in half, get a small fry and split it, okay? There, there you go. That's just my opinion. I like it. So, thank you, Tara. I appreciate it. You have a wonderful weekend and, and enjoy, and we'll talk soon.
2: Sounds good. Happy Valentine's Day.
1: Happy Valentine's Day, and have a blessed Lent. And thank you all for listening. This has been G's Power Hour. I've never had so good entertainment. I'm your host, G. Be well, be safe, be blessed, hug a loved one, and please remember all real power comes from God. Take care.